Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Myths surrounding Sokolexis growing up, and one of them was that he could throw a ball over the Penobscot River at a length of 600 feet. When Lewis was young, he learned that people could make money playing baseball in white cities and white towns. So as he left the reservation, he became very well known as a local amateur baseball player in places like the resort in Poland Spring. With all this practice, it was only natural for me to know my game. Then, when I was old enough, a friend wanted me to go to Holy Cross and play there. They always have a great team, so I was delighted and went to Worcester. I wanted an education, and I studied hard for it. When Lewis played for Holy Cross in 1895, he immediately became the star of the team, and this was a team that sent five players to the major leagues afterward. He was easily the fastest on the team. He had that gun of an arm, and he could hit the baseball. In 97, the Cleveland National League team offered me a fine job, and as I liked to play so well, I naturally accepted and left college. It was a big jump for an amateur to a National League team, and I was much surprised to get such an offer. I think Captain Tabo the greatest man in the business, and I hope to get on all right under his guidance. I have a good future as a ball player, and only have to take care of myself to keep in the game. He was like a Christmas present to sports writers at the time. He was bigger than most of the players. He was in better shape. He was handsome. The excitement surrounding Sokolexis was there right at the start. But as he started to show his talent on the field, it grew. Sokolexis was considered quite exotic. He was the first recognized Native American in Major League Baseball. And only two days after he reported, the Cleveland Plain Dealer had a headline where they called the team Tabo's Indians. And that was the very first time that the word Indians was used to reference the Cleveland team. Sokolexis had a great deal of effect on the attendance. He went from a curiosity to this star being born, you know, so he brought the fans in almost right away. He had a very humble personality, you know, he took the doff in his hat when he'd go out on the field. College baseball is much different from that played in the National League. Their tricks are so many that you must keep your eyes open every moment. There are many little things that come up in nearly every game which are new to me, but the white players are good to me and are always ready to advise me. The press like to call Sokolexis names like the child of the forest or chief. He was the chief of Sokom. He was the Red Romeo. He was the Abenaki Adonis. He scalped the opposition. He went to the plate with a war club. Even when they were praising him, they were using this Indian type of imagery. He was treated often in the press as like a cartoon version of what America saw an Indian to be at the time. American Indians were used as props. There was the Buffalo Bills Wild West show. I mean, they were paraded in front of people. He was a caricature. They used the stereotype of him to make the story. You know, every story has to have a hero, it has to have a villain, so he could be both. Outside Jacobs Field is covered in flames. Native Americans protesting against the Chief Wahoo logo go too far while trying to burn a Wahoo doll. Russell, talk about the symbol of Chief Wahoo and what you don't like most about it. Racism establishes racist stereotypes which go then into policy. We're suffering. We are at the bottom rung of all the measurements of poverty in this country. We're the poorest of the poor. In an alleged civilization where you're on the brink of the 21st century, 
To have a team called the Cleveland Indians and a mascot like Chief Wahoo is unconscionable. Here's the thing when it comes to Chief Wahoo. It was clearly intended to be a goofy caricature. How do we define when something's offensive? Once you look at it through the eyes of the people who are being made fun of, this logo is just so wrong. This guy is nothing but a hero. He's not racist. He's just a hero, man. papers that the Cleveland players are liable to freeze me out because I'm an Indian. That is all bosh. For the white players can't do enough for me. Especially Burkett, who is said to be jealous because I lead him in batting. Jesse is proud of me because I have made such a good showing. It was a very, very colorful time for baseball. There were fights all the time. They fought with the fans. They fought with the umpires. They fought with each other. They had to call the police in to stop fights on the field. It was as ribald as you could imagine. Because Sokolex has sort of become a national story, fans in other cities would go out of their way to be derisive towards him. They would wear Indian headdresses, war whoops, mountain bleachers would be prevalent. If the small and big boys of Brooklyn find it a pleasure to shout at me, I have no objections. No matter where we play, I go through the same ordeal. And at the present time, I'm so used to it that at times I forget to smile at my tormentors, believing it to be part of the game. Had I cared, they would have driven me out of the business long ago. I got it from the very first day I played. Alexis and the Cleveland team made their first visit to New York in May of 1897. The entire New York media and the entire Eastern press were going to get their first look at this phenomenal Indian athlete. The Polo Grounds was the biggest stadium in the National League. It held the most fans. It was in the biggest city in the National League, too. Sock Alexis was set to face the Nolan Ryan of the 1890s. His name was Amos Ruzzi. He was the star pitcher of the Giants, and he was the fastest pitcher in baseball. This was going to be a real test for Sock Alexis to see how he performed on the biggest stage in Major League Baseball. Ruzzi didn't want to be upstaged by any rookie especially an American Indian coming up to town to get all the newsprint. Rusi promised that he was going to strike the Indian out, and there was no doubt about it. They couldn't wait to see Rusi strike out the Indian. It was almost like a David and Goliath. In the first inning of the game on that day, when Sock Alexis came to bat, the crowd in the polo grounds made war whoops and war chants, and they made an... 1037 The Buzz. Call us anytime. Sports talk and entertainment. First pitch. And probably didn't swing at the second one either. But the third one he did. Sports writers in a day talked about the sound the ball made. It was almost like it happened in a void. The crowd just caught its collective breath and the ball started to soar and it soared up and over the second deck and bounced down the subway steps that home run against Ruzi was the highlight of Sock Alexis's career because it was only a few weeks later that everything came crashing down for him T-Pain, Jay Yang, what do you love about HelloFresh? Oh yeah, HelloFresh makes it easy. And they got endless recipes. No. Go to HelloFresh.com slash easy17 and use code easy17 to claim this offer. So I had to quit college to help my mom, but I never wanted to quit my dream of a career in IT. On Coursera, you can earn Google's IT Support Professional Certificate. No prior experience needed to enroll. My job now is amazing. Join for free at Coursera.org. This isn't just your normal bike. It folds, it unfolds, and it just goes. Need to climb that hill? No problem. 
And if you're looking for speed, well, you've come to the right place. 28 miles per hour, up to 65 miles of range. And equipped with hydraulic brakes, this is the Electric XP 3.0. Fully foldable, fully assembled, ships free. Simple as that. Go to electricebikes.com and come ride with us. Did you know that there's a company out there that will pay you to lose weight? Healthy weight. Get paid to lose weight. Just like Jamaica, Jack, and Jessica. I got my check. I spent my check. This is for real. Healthywager.com. Show the world what it means to be a fan at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Tommy John's latest innovation is here. Introducing hammock pouch underwear. A lightweight interior hammock provides superior daily support to nestle you in insanely soft comfort. It works by eliminating the swing and cling that causes chafe while allowing for breathable, sweat-free relief. Check out our five-star reviews online right now. Because here's the rub. With hammock pouch underwear, there is none. Go to TommyJohn.com for 25% off site-wide. Equality begins with one woman. Equality is 50 years in the making. The U.S. Open was the first major to offer equal prize money. And putting your money where your mouth is. If I can help change the sport. Equality is when your seat at the table the queen of tennis. is a throne. Oh, Equality is knowing 50 years is only the beginning. You need to dream and build. Thank you, Billie Jean, for 50 years of progress and paving the way for 50 more. There's no clock in baseball, but it was time that made an ordinary game legendary. We got to 25 innings, 27 innings, 30 innings. Wow, we have a chance here tonight in little Pawtucket, Rhode Island, to get in the history books. 3 o'clock in the morning and you're still playing baseball. It will go on and on until someone scores a winning run. 30 for 30 podcast presents The Longest Game. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. with losing Chief Wahoo, I'm not fine with losing the name Indians. The name is meant to honor. I think there's that gut punch a lot of Native people feel when they see sacred, religious, cultural things acted out and mocked and made fun of. And even if it's done in a way that looks pretty or proud or noble, it's still taking from us when so much has already been taken. Land, children, resources, and now our very cultural identity is being put on a jersey to go play a game. When you see a group of people as less than human and you're able to put them in the category with lions and bears and these other mascots, you're not going to listen to them as human beings. There's like a wound in our soul from all of this trauma that we're constantly trying to heal from and people freely pour salt in that wound and don't care what we have to say about it. Having that validated by institutions keeps the door open for all that kind of harmful behavior. Cleveland had a very active nightlife, especially downtown. Sock Alexis was a very popular figure, being the newest star of the Cleveland baseball team. And in our society, everyone wanted to buy him a drink. Sock Alexis liked to celebrate. A celebrity that he found almost right away in sports, he was invited places. They wanted to go to the saloons with him. They wanted to go to the, to the parties with him. And, and he, he liked the party life. These were rough and tumble players on this team. Alcohol was a big part of the sport, a big part of playing it, a big part of watching it. The Cleveland team was a very hard-drinking team. So a naive young man from a reservation in Maine, it's not going to be very difficult for him to fall into trouble. 
On the 4th of July weekend, 1897, Sokolexis went to a party where he became drunk and he either jumped or fell out of a second story window. So he was on the second floor of a house of prostitution and he was running away from the team detectives. He would be docked pay by the team if he was found in these places. The fall broke one of his ankles. And he just wrapped it and played on it. But he was never the same player after that. The Cleveland team had already started sinking in the standings. And because Sock Alexis was injured, he became the target of a lot of the anger of the writers. These same writers who had praised him months before now blamed him for the downfall of the team. The press trotted out all those racist tropes about Indians can't handle their fire water and things like that. A crowd got hold of me, and before I knew it, they had loaded me. I am through for good now. My friends in Cleveland are my worst enemies, I fear, even though they don't mean to be. The ankle injury had huge consequences. His number one attribute was his speed. Now he was running on probably a broken ankle. There would be times when he'd show up drunk for the games. Tabot would sit him on a bench, not let him play. Through August and September of 1897, he played less and less and less. He had trouble fielding fly balls in the outfield. His batting average started to drop. So the alcohol problem and the injury brought a halt to his stardom. In 1899, the Cleveland team simply released him. Lewis seemed to disappear. He was arrested in 1900 for vagrancy in Pittsburgh, spent the night in jail. He was arrested again in another city. He spent 30 days in jail then. He slept in fields, he slept outdoors. He was as far down as an alcoholic could possibly be. He was very far away from his home, and this home is a very powerful place. I'm sure he missed his family and his people and his culture. He had this great gift. And then to see that kind of slipping away and to feel his physical limitations and possibly his emotional and mental limitations, that was probably pretty crushing. At some point in about 1903, he decided to go back to Indian Island, back to the Penobscot Reservation. He began playing for local teams, you know, it was something of a curiosity, a bit of a draw. They'd pay him a few dollars to play. But it was so far away from the pressure that he felt in the National League. He took to teaching some of the younger boys on Indian Island how to play the game. He had a genuine love for baseball that never left him. He became an important part of the society on Indian Island again. In 1913, Lewis was 42 years old and he was working on a logging crew. They would go into the pine forests of Maine and chop down gigantic pine trees to float downstream for sale. It was the day before Christmas of 1913 when he suddenly fell with a heart attack and within minutes he was dead. The legend was when they took his body back to the reservation that inside his jacket, they found newspaper clippings from 1897 from his stardom. He kept them as close as he could to him, you know. After the 1914 season, Cleveland's American League team needed a new name. They had called themselves the Naps for several years because their star was Napoleon Lajoie. Well, Lajoie to the Philadelphia A's. Sock Alexis's death 
at the very end of 1913 was fresh in everybody's minds, that brief moment of excitement of 1897 when the team was called in the newspapers the Indians. So they decided to adopt Indians as their name. People debate it till this day, but it was the newspaper writers themselves that picked the name. And most of them had covered Sock Alexis. Most of them had watched the star crease across the sky. Most of them knew how much he harkened back to a time when Cleveland had this nationally known team. The Cleveland Indians name and mascot never has and never will honor Lewis Alexis or the Penobscot Nation. We didn't need that mascot to remember him because it wasn't a true honor of him. I'm really relieved that the Cleveland Indians have changed to Cleveland Guardians now. Rain, sleet, thunderstorms, tornadoes, mudslides, or even rabid sheep falling from the skies. Buzz Weather has you covered. An Indian, and that's all he was ever allowed to be. It seemed to me that time was right. I had my own sort of recognition last year when I saw what was going on in the world, saw the role that we wanted to play in it, and recognized that our name did not fit with that role and really didn't fit in sports and society going forward. We are an historic franchise. We treasure the history that we have here. I mean, our history as Indians, we treasure. So to the extent that we can stay connected to that while moving forward, we hope that we've accomplished that with Guardians. Would his legacy disappear with the name change? I don't think it will. When Louis came home from playing professional sports, he was looked at as a mentor, that sense of pride of being a Penobscot person. He definitely inspired other people here in Maine for baseball, through not just our athletics, but through that energy that he produced. still honor Louis today, along with his cousin Andrew Sokolexis, who was the marathon runner. After all these years, he's still an inspiration to tribal community members. Ultimately, Sokolexis was a tragic figure. I think outwardly he handled it really well. Then yell at him and smile back and then say derisive things and he'd doff his cap. But I think inwardly it had a tremendous negative effect on him. And I think he found the release for that pressure in alcohol. Everybody was on his side while he was doing well. And the second he was sick or not performing, there was this rush to exaggerate the alcoholism and to talk about it in a really stereotypical and degrading way. And it's kind of heartbreaking, I think. He, he must have felt very lonely. Why are these addictions to substances blamed so heavily on the individual and not the collective trauma response and everything that we've been through? People here still fight addiction and alcoholism. We still struggle with our identity. We still feel lonely and like we don't belong in some circles because of racism and oppression. Sock Alexis played with three members on his team who are now in the Hall of Fame. Cy Young, Jesse Burkett, and Bobby Wallace. And it's a big what if with him. Maybe that's the biggest tragedy of all, because aside from the myth that the writers erected, he was never given the opportunity to show who he was. I think everybody coming together to tell his story in a real honest way will help not just Penobscot youth and indigenous people, but hopefully a lot of people that feel marginalized or lonely or like they're really trying to succeed in a world that isn't quite ready for them. I'm an Indian, I'm an alien. I'm a stranger in your town. All your white men's roads lead upward, all the Indians lead him down. 
dark fields. Wait, you want to know the school? The shadow came in Little Rock. He's off and completed the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas! 107 the buzz. Or there's got to be somebody, Indian or not, to be singing on the dark road to open up the lock. And you can fill up all your prisons, lock and bar the door. But for every one you lock up, there'll be a thousand more. For the red man and the black man, the yellow, white, and brown. We walk this road together, and this road is freedom bound. remember asking him at one point what are you going to do he simply stated very matter-of-factly I'm going to rape you he was a Penn State football player it was like no she would have been a pariah she got a Penn State football player in trouble I had to go get her there was a knock at my door he put out his hand. Hello, my name is Irv Pankey, and I believe every word that you said. I just knew she needed someone to say she'd be okay. We got paid to be losers with healthy weight. I've been overweight for most of my life. We both lacked motivation. That's one of the things that I love about it is that it is too good to be true, but it's real. Get paid to get healthy at HealthyWager.com. Tommy John has been dedicated to elevating underwear for over a decade. Now, we're proud to reveal our most premium men's underwear yet. This is Apollo. All new, ultra-breathable. Rigorously tested for durability and enhanced with exclusive dry-release tech. We've upgraded the softness and the level of comfort, so don't be surprised if your confidence is upgraded too. Experience high-end for your rear end. Go to TommyJohn.com for 25% off site-wide. Wear by Erin Andrews, my sportswear collection for all women, is now officially licensed with more leads. Women can support their teams in fashion-forward apparel everywhere, anywhere. Find it at Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. I keep going, I keep going. Aaron Rodgers is being traded to New York Jets. Smith is in the Big Apple, baby. I keep going, I keep going, I keep going. I'm a bad it's time for a new season of heart-pounding plays. Electrifying games. What a football game. And all the thrills. It's time to ignite the passion. Because the next chapter of the greatest story ever played is here. And there's no better feeling. Continues Labor Day weekend on ESPN and ABC. Is your car's plastic trim faded and milky? Don't worry. Cerakote's ceramic trim coat restores oxidized trim effortlessly. Just wipe it on. Even dust won't stick to it. Keep your car looking professional. Make a great impression when you roll up. Selling your oxidized, faded trim car? Detailed cars sell for way more than faded cars. Other trim restoration products simply provide a coating that sits on the surface. Trim coat is so good, we guarantee it will last for 200 washes. It does not wash off, and it does not run down on your paint. I give it my full endorsement. coat is a crystal clear coating that bonds to the surface, repelling the elements, and is long-lasting. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's night and day difference. Increase the value of the vehicle, you know, just in doing that. Read the thousands of five-star reviews for yourself.
buy any of Cerakote's number one selling ceramic products for under $20 at these leading retailers today. Spring football practice, 1978. Preparation time. The squad and staff are hard at it. Nittany Lion fans everywhere are having good thoughts about this team. My name is Betsy Saylor. In 1978, I was a senior. I loved Penn State football. I loved going to the games, the pageantry, the camaraderie, I mean, everything about it. The Nittany Lions open new, new Beaver Stadium against Rutgers. Penn State goes 2-0 with a 26-10 win over the Scarlet Knights. I went downstairs and uh, put my groceries down and started doing all the silly stuff that you do when you're all by yourself. I was singing loudly and dancing with the refrigerator door and being very much myself. But then the shock of remembering that I had an eight o'clock quiz. And I thought, oh, it's midnight and I need to study. So I went back into my bedroom and the light didn't work. The very next thing, I had a hand over my mouth and a knife in my neck. And a person saying to me, if you make a sound, I will kill you. He put his hands around my arms and directed me towards another bedroom, threw me down on the bed uh, face first. He is tying my hands behind my back. He also tied a scarf, blindfolded me. I remember asking him at one point, what are you going to do? And he simply stated, very matter-of-factly, I'm going to rape you. I think the entire incident was over two hours. The rape itself was uh, penetration and oral sex. I made a calculated decision on more than one occasion that I was not going to try to escape. I was too afraid that he was going to kill me. As soon as that I determined that he wasn't there, I worked, you know, as quickly as I possibly could to untie the hands that were behind me and ran upstairs. We called the police and they were there in very short order. I called my mother and want to use the words rip because I thought that's just too big of a word too emotionally charged and I didn't want my mother to hear that I wasn't supposed to go back to the university um, until they had apprehended the fellow. Who did you think he was? I had no idea. 
yes, like that, like great. And then the next immediate thing that came over me was, oh, now I'm got to go to court. I found out through the district attorney that he was a Penn State football player. It was like, no, he, he can't be. That's against the code. No Penn State football player would do that. suggested that I have a room in the dormitory. So I was placed in a dorm. There was a preliminary hearing that I went to, sprinkled amongst, I guess you'd call it an audience. It was the courtroom. Sprinkled amongst them were Penn State football players. My name is Irv Pankey. I was a football player at Penn State from 1976 to 1980. I went to show support for my teammate. But when the facts started coming out, she's very straightforward in, in her testimony. She didn't waver a bit. I mean, this is straight out forceful rape. When I really sat down and started thinking about all that I had heard, and I just said, you know, I need to go. I was in my dorm room and there was a knock at my door. There was a man that completely, seemingly, filled my, the entire door frame. Like there was not a lot of space other than him. I wasn't sure if she was gonna slam the door in my face, you know, because I was one of those guys he put out his hand. Hello, my name is Irv Pankey, and I just wanted to let you know that I was in the courtroom, and I listened to what you had to say, and I believe every word that you said. You will never have to be afraid or be alone again. I will be by your side. From that point on, if, we, if I was going out, come on, you wanna go? I tried to include her. You know, something bad already happened to her that kind of set her apart. I just didn't want her to feel that someone didn't care. And that was my main goal, was to try to let her know, you know, this ain't a football thing. It was a Todd thing. And that it, she was okay with us. I had never met this man. The buzz. Stand by for live transmission. Go. Tokyo. Go. 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 1037 The Buzz. Number one for a reason. I was amazed. She was bold enough to stand and get up there and speak on her behalf at a time where on any college campus, women weren't reporting rapes. Women were vilified. Well, look what she was wearing, or you know, how she was acting. She shouldn't have been at the party drinking, blah, 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 blah. When Betsy testified, I thought that took a hell of a lot of courage and self-fortitude to be able to do that gave me a bit of freedom that I wouldn't have had otherwise. He would have the occasional uh, get-together at his house, and I was invited. Everybody knew who I was. I don't know if Irv had a talking to them or whatever, but there was an understanding there. I felt 
a bit of respect. And the respect came from, I believe, a woman that was taking on something quite large. And the majority of people that I was dealing with were black football players that had certainly been up against battling big things in their lives. My freshman year at Penn State, there were 12 African-American players on the team. Certain instances that you have to deal with, even like it is today. You have to deal with somebody or something or a situation that does come down to race. She would have been a pariah. She got a Penn State football player in trouble. I had to go get her. I don't know why. I can't tell you to this day. I just knew she needed someone to say she'd be okay. To have someone so very matter-of-fact about, I believe you, whatever bend I might have had in my backbone, that made me stand straight and tall. The Nittany Lion has been lionized this year. Never before has a team coached by Joe Paterno been ranked number one. And at this recent pep rally, Paterno was uncharacteristically inflamed as he talked about his team. They can taste it and grab it, and I don't think they're going to fire it up! When you want to know the score, it's on KABC Little Rock. It is fourth down Penn State, seven yards to go, 122 to play in the game. Alabama leads 14 to 7. And that's the last play of the ball game. It is over. Alabama has defeated Penn State by a score of 14 to 7. Guilty, 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 repeated time and time again. I wasn't angry with him. I was sorry because going to prison wasn't going to fix what was wrong. graduated in the summer we went our separate ways let's update uh, so Panky picked by Los Angeles 50th pick in the 1980 NFL draft played a total of 13 seasons in the league 11 with the Los Angeles Rams and two with the Indianapolis Colts football back then was kind of like an institution but it was more important to let her know it's, it's okay so she went over there knocked on the door scooped her up and, <laughs> and she ran around with me for the rest of the time <laughs> it's great to see her she said you know you saved my life and i was like no i didn't i'm just being a friend she said no you really got me out of a place she knew she was going to. I look up to her as being a warrior and didn't worry about all the repercussions. She got justice for herself and, and that's where everybody should be. I can only say thank you from the bottom of my heart and tell him that I always think of him as an angel. 
Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess. Less energy? Less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? Yeah. So what did you do? We got, we got Nugenics Total Tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA, number one at GNC, and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by texting TOF to 369-369. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way... She'll like it, too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text HUFF to 369-369. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo-X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's tough to 369-369. of empires. Develop your own city from the Stone Age to the future. Available in the App Store and at foe.tv. Forge of Empires. Play now for free. All right, time to do some selling. That's going towards rent. Oh yeah, that's going towards girls' night. And that's going towards a new bag. Your closet is worth more than you realize. Download the Poshmark app and start cashing in today. Introducing the premium collection at Fanatics.com. Stylish band gear for fashionable fans. Shop wear by Aaron Andrews, DKNY, Darius Rucker, Mitchell and Ness, and more. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Healthy Wager has paid out over $50 million to winners, including Tessa. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was awesome. I won $5,610 for losing the weight I needed to lose anyway. First time I got on there, I logged on, did the wager calculation, and I placed my money down. I needed something to hold me accountable. If someone's going to actually pay me to lose weight, why not go big? The icing on the cake was the $5,600. Win big at HealthyWager.com. Football is back. Got your new fantasy team name? Check. Jersey? Check. Grill? Check. Fancy grill. Backyard party? Check. Passport? Check. Troy and Joe? Check. Bro and bro? Check. Chips and dip? Check. Bella? Check. Every emotion in the emotion burst all season long? Check, baby. State College for the interview. Tell me where your relationship went from there. We were on the phone a lot. When we got to go to Santa Barbara is when we really got a chance just to kind of hang out and catch up. And we found out that we had a lot more in common, I guess, than we thought. And we've kind of taken off from there. So, Betsy, how would you describe your feelings toward Irv now? I'm crazy about him. I feel so honored to be by his side. He's just like such a great guy. And um, I got to kiss him for the very first time after 30 years. And it was a lovely kiss. And so I hope to do more of that how all this transpired to bring us back together after 47 years. All these different things had to fall in place. I think we both love each other. It just, we work. And, you know, when things work, you know it. And this works for me. How about you, Beth? <laughs> I think, I think I have my car in six gear and I have my gas pedal on the ground and I am ready to go. I am ready to go full speed ahead. Yeah. So. 
We're in the ride or die stage right now. So. <laughs> what do you see coming next in your relationship? Just riding off into the sun. Razorback football, basketball, and baseball right here on your home of the Hogs. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. Tommy John's latest innovation is here. Introducing hammock pouch underwear. A lightweight interior hammock provides superior daily support to nestle you in insanely soft comfort. It works by eliminating the swing and cling that causes chafe while allowing for breathable, sweat-free relief. Check out our five-star reviews online right now. Because here's the rub. With hammock pouch underwear, there is none. Go to TommyJohn.com for 25% off site-wide. Introducing the ultimate experience for all, the electric XP trike. We took our award-winning XP series e-bikes and added a bigger battery, hydraulic brakes, and a third wheel to create the industry's first fully foldable and fully assembled electric tricycle. The ride is designed to move you forward into the next adventure with a dual-drive rear hub motor, no matter your mobility, balance, or age. Learn more at electricebikes.com and come ride with us. It's been said that some things get better with age. A taste that only gets more refined. In life, good things take time. And this love story is worth the wait. It's your He's Gary, your first golden bachelor. I don't always date 20 women at once, but I'm about to. Is your car's plastic trim faded and milky? Don't worry. Cerakote's ceramic trim coat restores oxidized trim effortlessly. Just wipe it on. Even dust won't stick to it. Keep your car looking professional. Make a great impression when you roll up. Selling your oxidized faded trim car? Detailed cars sell for way more than faded cars. Other trim restoration products simply provide a coating that sits on the surface. Trim coat is so good, we guarantee it will last for 200 washes. 